0: soundly so right now our listeners get 30% off headspace's entire library of meditations just go to headspace.com sleep pod for 30% off your subscription but only until may 12th this is the best deal offered right now head to headspace.com sleep pod today this is the smart passive income podcast with pat flynn session number 239 i'm in like flynn let's go
1: Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now, so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host. His search history on Google includes
0: how to grow taller,
1: Pat Flynn.
0: What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me today in this session of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Really happy you're here because today I'm talking with Ellery Wells from ElleryWells.com somebody who I've gotten to know over the last few years. Uh, We've met in person several times. You know, whenever we've chatted together, one thing that's always coming up is just how much we love and and prioritize mastermind groups and also mentors and and, and just the idea of mentorship. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. We thought it'd be kind of fun to just have a general conversation about that to get you thinking about this. Maybe you have mentors or maybe you don't, or maybe you're in a mastermind group or maybe you're looking to get in one. Uh, But we're gonna talk uh, everything. About mentors and masterminds today. So, without further ado, here's Ellery from ElleryWells.com. Here he is. What's up, everybody? So stoked to welcome Ellery Wells to the SPI podcast. Uh, Ellery, thanks for coming on the show. Pat, it's an honor to be here, and just to
1: to with you in this, in this medium and be able to share any sort of wisdom or story with your audience. It's a, it's an honor. I'm a fan. So thanks for having me.
0: Well, thank you. And you know, if you visit Ellery site at ellerywells.com, you know, his tagline is empowering and equipping entrepreneurs. And, you know, there's obviously a lot of things that entrepreneurs could be equipped with to find success. But one of the things that we wanted to talk about today is mentors and connecting with the right people. I've mentioned it before, how important connecting with other people is Ellery, can you talk a little bit about why it's important to connect with the right people and even more specifically why we should look for mentors when we're building a business?
1: Absolutely. Pat, I I include you as as one of my virtual mentors when I got started in 2012, I was obsessively going to smartpassiveincome.com and seeing what is Pat doing, how can I how can I make it my own and do do my own version of that. But finding people that are doing what you want to do a shows that there's a, a business model out there that mm-hmm. some like someone has slightly uh, blazed the trail but um, not only important is the is the proof of concept there but just surrounding your it's like if you were going camping or hiking you'd want somebody there to watch your back. Or to help carry the load, mm-hmm. or just to shoot the breeze with when you're having you know a rough time, um, finding mentors and people to go on that journey with you, especially when you're talking about entrepreneurship and doing anything with with online business. Uh, those are, are critical elements for success, and they've been uh, like I mentioned, going to your your site. I did the same thing with with Michael Hyatt back in the day. And trying to find people to inspire me and keep me encouraged, and some sort of model to follow.
0: Yeah, I love that. You you mentioned a few words there: inspiring, encouraging, and and following the model. I think that those those are three real big reasons why we should you know try to find these mentors out there. And for for me, a lot of people know that I actually didn't have a. a, a a true mentor, meaning somebody who I reached out to who then like kind of took me under their wing. But I was still in the same way that you were following me. I had people who I had considered to be my mentors at the time as when I was starting out, for example, Tim Ferriss, who wrote the 4-Hour Work Week, and even mm-hmm. uh, Jeremy and Jason from Internet Business Mastery. And yes, I didn't necessarily have immediate contact with them, although I eventually did with Jeremy and Jason, um, but even with Tim, um, just following what he was doing, getting inspired Getting encouraged by what he was doing, and just really understanding his methods and how I could incorporate them to what I was doing—not copying—I think that's a that's a big thing I want to talk about really quick, quickly. Yeah. But you know, I was following what he was doing, and I was just—you know—that's our big reason why Smart Passive Income exists today. When you say that, like you were looking at my stuff and watching Michael Hyatt, like, can you help people understand that this isn't copying, right? Like, how can you define? What is it? What is it that you are utilizing these? And we're, we're now talking about sort of virtual mentors, people who are out there who can inspire you that you don't have immediate access to. How, how can we utilize them best without like copying them?
1: Well, sure. I mean, we've all heard the the phrase imitation is the highest form of flattery, but that's not what we're that's not what we're talking no. about. You Pat Flynn has already been done. Tim Ferriss has already been done. I wrote a a post about it. Um, something to the effect of, you know, four hour has been done in mm-hmm. reference to you, Pat. It's, you know, openness and transparency's already been done. Not that these are, are, aren't great things, but I compare it to why would someone be interested in talking to you at dinner or, you know, whenever you're, whenever you're hanging out, what are your friends interested in? The same thing that makes our friends interested in us are the same things that are going to make, or friends, I mean, like you can go and hug them and give them a handshake in person. Those types of things are the same thing that's going to make you interesting online. So when you see what somebody else is doing, uh, I, I looked more for the structure, how uh, how you guys. I mean, there's there's a, a long list of people that I I paid attention to, but I looked at how you were doing things. You know, some of your your motivations. Like I remember you saying back, I don't remember exactly when you started your, your blog, I think it was 2008. You were talking about how the openness and transparency and pulling back that kind that curtain showed a different side of online business and made you more relieved, um, believable and relatable. So how can I incorporate that personal touch, that openness and honesty that I, I hold true? You know, they're, they're my core beliefs too. How can I add those elements to into what I'm doing online. Mm-hmm. And it's, it like I said, it's what would make you have a good conversation over, over a, a dinner? Um, you know, what would we talk about? Those kind of elements, those personality things, apply your personality to the uh, structures and the model and the how that you are seeing from these examples and these, these mentors online or offline for that matter. You can take uh, best practices from offline stuff and apply them to online. And I think there's a big market totally. to be had there, sharing across uh, across mediums, if you will.
0: Mm-hmm. And w- what's cool about this, like it, I'm reminded of, you know, Ramit Seti from IWillTeachYouToBeRich who's who has his very own style, and you know, he's he's done personal finance in his own specific way, and he's sort of branched out from that. But he also has been very open with the fact that you know one of his mentors was uh, Jay Abraham, and when I think of, okay, well, Ramit and Jay, they're very different people, and they all, they have very different styles, yet I can absolutely see the correlation in where Ramit has, you know, how Ramit has become Ramit based on what he's sort of picked up from Jay, too. So I think, yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. right. It's about, you know, the, the model, it's about, um, you know, the, the, the principles and the beliefs of that person and you kind of taking those in, too. That doesn't mean you have to copy their website. It doesn't mean that you have to have the same emails as them or have the same exact funnel or anything like that, that 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 that's different this is the beliefs this is getting inspiration and and getting that mentorship now would you recommend I mean typically when you're just starting out you're gonna have virtual mentors that you find mm-hmm. but I think and I wish I had and, and correct me if I'm wrong it's always best to have like an official mentor right like somebody who you really believe in in the same sort of fashion but that you actually have access to you could reach out to and you you kind of communicate with to, to push you along. Um, how did you have like a, like a mentor like that? Or did you only have virtual mentors?
1: I think in the very beginning, cause for the first, uh, for the first two years of me doing anything online, I was still working at my, my corporate job. So all of my, all the people I met in person from my nine to six, mm-hmm. like day job, they thought this online stuff was kind of dumb. When I talked about starting a blog, they like, People, people do that. That's that's kind of <laughs> weird. I don't want to talk to you about it. So, most of that said, most of my most of my mentors at the very beginning were uh, absolutely virtual. I binged on podcasts, which kind of slowed down when I started working from home full time. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no commute. It's it's harder to listen to podcasts. But since then, uh, official and unofficial mastermind groups have something that have benefited me I, I mean there I, I can point to so many different products or services or ways of doing business that I've created that that wouldn't even exist without actual mentors and mastermind groups and just people who are either on the same level is like three three different ones like people who are behind me and following me people who are on the same level as me and then the third one being people who are uh, doing what I want to eventually be doing, or certain aspects of their business are things that I want to adopt, like their their revenue is you know, significantly higher than mine, or they have more members than I do, or they have a larger email list than I do, or mm-hmm. they're doing something, some goal that I have for my business, whatever it is, I try now to have a um, More, I guess, I don't don't know if you would have like uh, official versus unofficial mentors, but people I go to on a regular basis to ask questions of, see what they're doing. Um, I think we all hate the phrase pick their brain, but test ideas out with and uh, um, those kinds of things. Yeah,
0: How do you find those people if you're just starting out and, you know, you know, you need. Somebody out there who has a little bit more experience than you in that that thing that you're doing. How do you go out and find somebody? It's is it just a cold email asking someone, "Hey, can I test some ideas off of you?" Or is there a lot more that has to happen before that can happen?
1: I think there's got to be a big runway to that. I don't know that that works anymore. I mean, if you if you if you're talking about someone specifically online these days, I mean, I'm rel- a relatively small fish compared to the na- other names that we have talked about in the last few minutes. And I get an email like that once a week. Mm-hmm. So without any sort of context, I honestly, I don't think that works anymore. But what would work is leveraging your existing connections. We like go logging on to Facebook and asking your friends, hey, do any of you know someone who does XYZ? And mm-hmm. I mean, I, Throw in whatever analogy of the six degrees or whatever of Kevin Bacon, and the odds are you (laughs) know somebody who is at least tied to or connected to the industry that you want to get into, or has some sort of role that you would like to take on, or fill in the blank. You probably already have somebody inside your connection to that that you get or an existing relationship that you could leverage. So let me ask you, Pat, what did you do? Because I, like you were saying, you didn't have a whole lot of these things. Who? How did you develop those relationships? Oh, well, uh,
0: a lot of those relationships happened through a course that I took called Internet Business Mastery Academy. Mm-hmm. That was the one that was created by Jason and Jeremy from Internet Business Mastery. And it was there that I was able to then find a community because they had a community involved. Um, there's a lot of other programs that have similar things now. Uh, for instance, Youpreneur with Chris Ducker, he has a great uh-huh. community and they all connect and chat with each other too. It was that community that I found people who had already sold a product when I was looking to do it for the first time. And I just simply reach out to them and that connection that we already had in that particular program was enough to just start those conversations. And no, not not everybody responded and not everybody you know took the time out, but there were a few people... Um. Yeah, uh, that actually did take the time, and actually, some of them got on a call with me to help me out, which I, blew me up, blew my mind. I mean, there are people out there who are willing to help, but they're not going to help unless you ask. That's that's one of the big things I've learned, and I yeah. think I also had to. I don't know if you found this to be the case too, but you know, in the beginning when I was starting out, Ellery, I wanted to do everything on my own and try to figure out figure out everything on my own, and I would watch. YouTube videos and read books and just try to do it without asking for help. I don't know if, if it was because I was ashamed that I didn't know those things or embarrassed or the fact that, you know, there's like, you know, I'm like, a, you know, I'm, I'm a guy. So, and, you know, guys don't ask for directions when we get lost like that type of thing. <laughs> I, I don't know what it was, but it took me a few years to understand, Wow people are willing to help and they're really helpful. And this is helping my business so much. And there's nothing about pride involved. It's not about being shameful. It's just p- people have, you know, remember what it was like and they're paying it forward. And now that's just kind of what I'm doing and now what you're doing now with your site. Um, did you find that it was hard for you to actually ask for help in the beginning or was it easy?
1: I think it was probably hard because it asking for help... Uh, at the time, and I think a lot of people might connect with this is like you said, seen as a weakness. And I, I think you and I will see each other, um, or depending on when this goes live, we will have seen each other again at the thrive conference there in San Diego Mm -hmm. last year. I had the chance to hear Gary Vaynerchuk talk and he talked about tripling down on the two to 3% of things that he's really good at and just ignoring all of all of the things that he's not good at. And people usually think that okay, if I'm if I need help with something, it inherently means that I'm not good at it or it means that I'm I'm deficient or I don't have a skill where I should have it. But if you look at it through the lens of doubling or tripling down on the things that you are trained and talented in, all of the other things are just things that you need to to boot. It doesn't matter that it's not a weakness. It's not uh, a deficiency or something that you should ha- be able to do and you can't or you don't know how to, you just think, hey, I'm – think of it through the lens of I am only going to do the things that only I can do and I'm going to get assistance for everything else. It changes the conversation from I'm uh, I i I'm stuck and I I can't do anything. Will you help me? To I'm focusing on this and I'd love to get some assistance with that.
0: Right, right, and even taking the things that you are focusing on, those two or three percent, that it's sort, of, it's essentially the um, essentialism approach to building your business. Um, you know, only focusing on those things that you rank, you know, really, really important in whatever it is you're, you're trying to do, and letting everything else go. Even with those top things, you can still get help. Like I remember mm-hmm. uh, watching golf for a long time, and I, <laughs> I used to be really big into golf until I had kids and now I no longer have time to golf. But uh, that's one of the sacrifices I made. But when I was big into <laughs> golf, I used to golf every day after after school and college uh, in Berkeley. Um, I remember watching Tiger Woods on TV and he was getting swing coaching. And I was like, what is Tiger Woods doing getting swing coaching? But then I realized, well, he's at the top of his game, yet he still realizes that he could use some help and that there are people out there who... Even though they're not the greatest golfers like he will he was um can still help with certain things that he he wants to improve on and and stay consistent with
1: when you're at the top of your game and i I think you might disagree, Pat, but I would say you're pretty close to the top of your game. It's not major changes or course corrections that you need to do it's the it's the swings, it's the putting coach right i mean if you looked at a football team, uh we're getting. All, or at this point in the the year we're getting about to get into football season um we're it's the tiny things the quarterback has a throwing coach and there there's a receiver coach there's highly specialized things And but to answer your question I want to make sure it was clear it, uh, from a second ago I did have a lot of um a lot of doubt and uh, insecurities about asking for help because I did think it was these big uh big gaps in my in my talent set but over time I don't know I, I'm very uh introspective and I, I try I, sometimes I overanalyze even when it comes to myself but yeah, looking at, at my background looking back at my background and just um any success that I've been able to have over the last four or five years of doing this is because I uh, either either boosted a little bit of my weaknesses, but you know to what extent can you actually do that? But it's really where I focused on my strength and it just became being comfortable with saying hey i'm gonna I'm going to have somebody else do the things that I'm not so good at. It's like um, uh, when Michael Jordan tried to play baseball, you know mm-hmm. he was a natural athlete, but it didn't work out so well. When he's focused on ba- basketball, rock star. Is it the the White Sox? And he was just like, yeah, yeah. Uh, he got a spot on the team because of his name. So it's it's like that same thing. Whenever we're doing whatever it is, what what we want to do, we just got to kind of get to that point uh, to say it's okay to not be good at everything. And since it's okay, I'm going to surround myself with people that are good at those things, so I can focus on what only I can do.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I would like to shift the conversation from sort of these mentors that we're talking about to uh, more uh, along the colleague realm or masterminds like you were talking about earlier. Because masterminds, uh, we've talked about them on the show before. We've had people like Jamie Masters come on to talk about masterminds. I've done presentations about masterminds. I'd love to hear from your perspective. Um, You touched on it a little bit earlier on just how important masterminds has been, have been and you know, maybe even share some specifics if you can on what are some of the things that you actually picked up in one of your groups that you've applied to your business?
1: So I do probably, let me, if I don't answer the question exactly, Pat, make sure this is a big passion for me and something that, that has helped me tremendously. So if I don't get, give you the answer that you're looking for, uh, just just let me know. Okay, but one of the things that, I, that I've picked up is a lot of people have the same questions, but a lot of people also think that they're the only ones with that question.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So by I, I do paid masterminds with three to five people as part of my my business. And I see question every, every there's a kind of a similar uh trajectory that most people follow through. You know, you go through the it's like the stages of you know, whatever